Hello, friends, and welcome to the A Universe podcast. I'm Lulu, and I'm going to be reading out your fan fictions in order to make fanfic more accessible for everybody. Our first major serial fanfic will be Twist and Shout by Gabriel and Stanbine of the Supernatural fandom, which will be uploaded fortnightly on Mondays, alongside the infamous My Immortal fic, which will also be uploaded on the alternate Wednesday. But this week, in honour of the Oscars and a certain special somebody, I wanted to do something a little bit different and a little bit fun to mark the first episode. So the Oscars happened this week and I think the most remarkable thing that I garnered from it was a certain Misha Collins who was uh, in attendance to support his friend Darius and Tumblr was making the most of that situation I feel. (laughs) I was scrolling through the Supernatural tag because that's what I do and as a little bit of a disclaimer whilst this podcast is not specifically a Supernatural podcast I personally am quite a big fan. <laughs> and I also thought because we are doing Twist and Shout as our first fic, it would be a little bit fun to maybe do a little one shot from from Supernatural to get us started. So without further ado, I present to you, Why is Cass at the Oscars? by Fangirl Me. Scarlett, what happened this week? Um, Misha went to the Oscars. Yes, Misha did go to the Oscars. So for anyone who didn't know, for anyone who was living under a rock or like why, if if you didn't know this, I I don't really know why you're here. (laughs) Because I'm going to... Let's not discourage them. Just carry on. Okay, okay, true. But I feel like if you had Tumblr, like, you know, the day that the Oscars were trending, you probably, like, went onto the trending page expecting, you know, to see a bunch of stuff about Chadwick Boseman being snubbed. <coughs> uh, scrolled down is innocently through the through the trending on your Tumblr app on the hell side and uh, saw the little, little cursal name Misha Collins <coughs> tagging next to the Oscars. <laughs> and you probably thought to yourself, what world do we live in <laughs> that a man, a C-list actor of such, of such, uh, as quoted in it, high I'm pretty class sure. Television. Yeah, high class television. The uh, award-winning, no, not remotely award-winning show, Supernatural. Why is Misha Collins at the Oscars? So Misha Collins' friend Darius uh, created a film called The Sound of Metal. It explores uh, a deaf man who I think he like experiences things through like vibrations and, and tries to learn about or at least his experiences with music through his deafness, um, which is like a, like a really interesting and, and beautiful concept and really like accessible, positive. So that's, that's really great. And Amisha has been really supportive of his bro. So Darius posted a photo online of himself and some bros, uh, you know, getting ready for the Oscars at the Oscars. And in the very tiny corner of the said photo was the reflection of a mirror and the back of a certain somebody's head. Um, and there were some people online who went, hmm. you know what? The back of that head looks really familiar. <laughs> I'd know that rustled, tussled, uh, yes. dark, beautiful. And- 
hair anywhere. That beautiful, <laughs> supple, turned hand that is delicately caressing the side of his face that is obscured because it's the reflection of a mirror in the corner of a photograph. It must be Misha Collins. And so people tuned in to the it's Oscars and there are just a few seconds as they as they showed, you know, the different people watching, I guess, the select number of few people who were on the, at the Oscars. Misha! Misha was there. Misha was Misha, Misha. was at the Oscars. Um supporting his friend Darius. Um so that happened, which naturally, because the man is cursed, um, triggered <laughs> like so many uh magazines, you know, online articles <laughs> with basically the title Misha Collins attends the Oscars and confuses the entirety of the internet. Twitter confused. <laughs> um, so that that's why Misha was at the Oscars. It's quite wholesome and beautiful, really, but just just another classic day in the supernatural fandom, really. Um, so little old me scrolling through the supernatural tag on on the hell site, I came across this very sweet little fan fiction, and I wanted to share that in honor of. The Oscars and Misha Collins. Um, and his chaotic energy. And his chaotic energy. Absolutely. Um, so, here we go. Sam is in the kitchen, making himself a fruit smoothie. <laughs> Dean walks in like a man on a mission or business. He opens the fridge, grabs two beers, and then closes the fridge. He throws a bag of popcorn in the microwave and hits the button. While he waits for the popcorn to pop, he grabs two boxes of Junior Mints, a Three Musketeers candy bar, and some Twizzlers. Dean, hey, what's up? What are you doing? Sam asks. Where's Jack? In the Dean cave, Sammy. Dean responds quickly, just as the microwave starts to beep, letting him know that the popcorn is done. He's waiting for me. I said I'd be back with snacks. Oh, Sam responds, only half interested. Well, good then, I guess. What are you guys watching? What? Dean says, searching for a lie that doesn't come quick enough. We're, uh, watching the, you know, the Oscars. Sam stops adding fruit to the blender and looks at Dean <laughs> with a knowing smirk. <laughs> I mean, really looks at him, right through him. You're watching the Academy Awards with Jack in the Dean cave. Yeah? And, listen, Sammy, the kid's got to learn about pop culture. We made that mistake already with Cass. Hey, Dean, no judgment here, Sam interrupts, putting both hands up by his shoulders in a show of surrender. You and Jack enjoy your stylish awards show. It's not stylish, Sam. It's an important part of American pop culture. Dean begins, but Sam just turns on the blender. (laughs) Welcome to the 30... (laughs) (laughs) welcome to the 93rd annual academy awards presented by the academy of motion picture arts and sciences wow 93 years says jack that's older than you and sam yep before movies were made in color (laughs) dean responds ignoring the dig at his and sam's advanced ages (laughs) There are so many amazing, deserving films and actors being honoured here tonight. Let's introduce the nominees for Best Picture. Dean? Jack asks, getting Dean's attention before going on. We watch the red carpet, which I think I understand. People walk along a carpet that is red, which makes sense. (laughs) But I'm still not clear why people are dressed so strangely. And everyone looks like they had on really uncomfortable shoes. Dean takes several swallows of his beer while he figures out how to respond, how to explain Academy Awards fashion. 
Gotta respect the kids' attention and curiosity. Okay. You know how Sam and I wear suits when we work on a case as FBI agents, Dean Jenkins? Yes, mm. you even bought me a suit. That's right. So we dress differently in our suits when we want to impress the people we talk to on our cases, right? We want them to feel comfortable about around us. Want them to trust us as professionals. Wearing the suits makes that happen. Dressing up makes people trust you, Jack states, more than asks, and makes things more serious. I think I understand, Dean. And next, The Sound of Metal. This extraordinary film explores the world of the deaf community. And that's all Dean hears. Because as Jack, as his witness, there on his television screen at the 93rd Annual Academy Fucking Awards, sitting next to the director of an Oscar-nominated movie at the Academy Fucking Awards, (gasps) is the one and only Castiel, Angel of the Fucking Lord. (laughs) Dean... Is that? Jack begins, but before he can even finish, Dean is shouting, Sammy! Sammy! Get in here! Sammy! (laughs) In less than a minute, Sam rushes into the Dean cave. Dean, what's wrong? Dude, what happened? Dude, what happened? (laughs) You look like you've seen a ghost. (laughs) Which I know can't happen while we're in the bunker. (laughs) Dude. (laughs) Dean is still just staring at the TV in shock not even aware that his brother has entered the room or that he's even spoken to him. Sam tries again. Dean! Still nothing. He turns to Jack. Jack, do you know what's wrong with Dean? I think it's because we just saw Cass on TV, Jack responds, <laughs> right before he throws another handful of popcorn into his mouth. And I was just going to say, this, this Jack um, characterization is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you fangirl me <laughs> yeah, perfection at its at its purest form yeah truly and that does it that breaks the spell because all at once dean returns himself he blinks stands up points to the tv and hits rewind there dean practically screams at the points of the tv it's Cass. what the fuck is he doing at the oscars sammy he doesn't even know what it is did he tell you dean calm down no he didn't tell me all right Sam responds, trying to get Dean to take a breath and not jump to conclusions. Okay, so Cass is at the Oscars. I get it's a little weird, but why are you so upset? He doesn't look (laughs) like he's in any danger. He looks good, actually. Like, he's really enjoying himself. That's not the point, Sam. Dean practically yells at his brother. Then what is the point, Dean? That you love him. Nah. (laughs) I mean, he wanted to go to the Oscars with him. (laughs) Dean grumbles angrily at Sam, grabs his beer and storms out of the room. Jack and Sam can hear him stomp down the hallway and slam his bedroom door shut. The next day. The following afternoon, Sam, Dean and Jack are in the bunker looking for cases online. Nobody brings up what happened the night before and Dean seems to have let it go, for now anyway. He lets it go until just about 8pm when Cass strolls into the bunker unannounced. Hey Cass, Cass DL, welcome home, Sam and Jack say at the same time. Dean, however, stands up from his chair bolts his arms in defiance and just stares at Cass. He doesn't say a word. <clears throat> Thanks. I'm glad to... S- I'm glad to see I'm, you. <laughs> I'm glad to be back at the bunker, Cass says in response to Jack and Sam. <laughs> it's been a very busy couple of days. Oh, I bet it has! Dean finally <laughs> speaks, venom practically dripping from his mouth. He's angry and accusing and not trying to hide it even a little bit. Cass looks at Dean, turns his head to the side, squinting in confusion, questioning Dean with just a look. 
Dune? Cass asks curiously. We saw you, Cass, on TV, last night at the Academy Awards, sitting next to some douche who made a movie. Dean's voice raises, getting angrier and angrier with each passing word. Dean doesn't even know why he's so angry. Neither does Sam or Jack, or Cass for that matter. They all just stand there and stare at him, waiting for him to say something else, to give them some clue why all of this has gotten under his skin so badly. Finally, Dean decides he needs to say something. They're all looking at him, like he's crazy, and maybe he is crazy, so he's going to speak. Clear the air that is currently very thick and uncomfortable and practically choking them all. Well, what do you have to say for yourself? Dean accuses. Why were you at the Oscars? Smooth Winchester. That'll clear the air. To Dean's surprise, Cass stares down at his shoes, looking guilty as fuck. Shit. Dean was just worried about him being there by himself. He doesn't know how Hollywood works. What if he'd been discovered or hurt and he and Sam didn't even know where he was? But now Cass looks guilty. Fuck, Dean's not sure if he even wants to know. I'm sorry, Dean, Cass begins, looking up, barely able to make eye contact. Cass, hey. Whatever it is, we're here for you. You can tell us, Sam says, trying to relieve some of the tension in the in the room. I was at the Academy Awards, at the request of the Jin Queen, Darius. The Queen had a special task only I could handle, Cass says, looking from Dean to Sam, then to Jack, as if that explained everything. A gin queen? Cass, are you crazy? <laughs> Sam is starting to freak out, but Dean doesn't let him. That's his job. Gin <laughs> queen? A special task only you could do. What the hell, Cass? Why are you the only one who could do it? Dean is shouting. Because, Dean, as the queen's husband, I am the only one capable of doing it. <laughs> Wait. What? I'm sorry. What? What did you say? Dean is damned near hysterical at this point, but he practically whispers... <laughs> Did you say husband? Yes, husband. I told you when I went to Syria to get fruit from the tree of life, I had to fight and kill a pack of gin and I married the queen as part of a bargaining for the fruit. <laughs> Guys, canon compliant, canon compliant. <laughs> Literally canon compliant. This is fantastic. What? Okay, keep going. Cass continues very matter of fact, as if Dean should know this, as if they've talked about it. Except Dean doesn't know this, because he's pretty fucking sure he'd remember Cass being married to a fucking gin queen. <laughs> uh, Cass, Sam interrupts gently, while Dean's brain continues to spiral. Married. To a gin queen. We, um, none of us knew about the gin queen, man. You never told us. Are you sure? Cass asks, studying Sam's face to make sure Sam isn't lying. Uh, yeah, Cass, we're sure, Sam responds, glancing at Dean whose brain is still very clearly offline. So, uh, w what else? You're married to the Gin Queen, Darius? And you had to help with something at the Academy Awards? Cass, I gotta be honest, man. None of this is making a lot of sense. Cass considers this and looks at Dean, who still hasn't moved or said a word since Sam started talking. Jack is looking between the three of them, remaining completely silent, until he stares back down at his laptop, instead pretending to look for cases while his three dads work this out. Cass gathers his thoughts before he speaks again. Let me try to explain. I married a gin queen in Syria, but that is no longer of import, because we are no longer married now. That was the task. I had to end the marriage, and we had to go to the Academy Awards to obtain the materials we needed for the divorce. Dean's brain finally seems... Dean's brain finally seems to come back online at the word divorce. 
For the last few <laughs> minutes, his brain has been cycling through the words Syria, Jin, Husband, and Darius on a loop. You want to elaborate? What materials did you need that you can only get at the Academy Awards? Dean asks abruptly, everyone in the room looking at him now that he's finally decided to start speaking again. Cass stares at him, a moment too long before responding. He takes his time, not wanting to leave out any details. When you combine Britannium and gold, a new material is made. It looks like silver, but it isn't. The djinn call it Goldblum. Oh my god, I just got the joke. The djinn call it Goldblum. Jeff fucking Goldblum. (laughs) (gasps) Jeff Goldblum, oh my god. (laughs) I've read this before. I read this before and I've just gotten the joke. (laughs) Oh my god, that's incredible. Kill me now. Okay. (laughs) Jim. Jeff Goldblum. Oh, dude, that's so funny. The Oscar statues are made of Britannium, plated in gold. Cass finishes and looks at Dean, hopefully. And you, Dean, started stolen Oscar, of course. Cass responds, as if it's the most normal and obvious thing in the world. You stole an Oscar. Like a statue? Sam clarifies. Yes. Cass responds impatiently, exasperation clear in his tone now. Why aren't they getting this? Yes. The Jin Queen Darius is going to melt down the Oscar statue and create an engagement ring with it for a new husband. Dean is finally piecing it together now. It makes sense in a Cass sort of way. And now that he knows why Cass was there, and more importantly, that he is home safe and also no longer married, he feels a lot better. (laughs) Cass was at the Oscars with a bunch of A-list douchebags. Bet the food was awesome, though. Dean begins to laugh. Sam, Cass, and Jack all look at him. (laughs) I think I got it, Cass. Tell me if this is right. Queen Darius asked you to attend the Academy Awards to steal a statue to melt it down for unobtainium or some shit to make an engagement ring for their new husband? Is that right? Dean's pretty sure he's got this. It's Britannium and gold. But yes, Dean, you got it exactly right. And only I could do this because I had to be the one to break up the marriage. Not Darius. In order for it to be a recognised divorce. Cass says, satisfied that everyone understands what's going on now. After a moment, he leans towards Dean and says, I didn't know I'd be on TV. (laughs) Of course you didn't, sunshine. Dean laughs. And after some additional chit-chat, he, Sam, Jack and Cass go back to looking for cases. Later, 2am. Sam and Jack are long asleep. Dean and Cass are sitting in the library, drinks in hand. Hey, uh, Cass? Yes, Dean. Do you think you could maybe talk to me? Us. I mean us. Before you go off and marry someone or something else? (coughs) Dean. It was only to get fruit from the tree, Cass begins, but Dean interrupts him. I know, I know. Just, would you please... Dean is staring so intensely at Cass, studying his face, hoping beyond all hope he knows what he's asking. He doesn't offer any more clarity than that, just stares at Cass, willing him to understand. Cass eventually gives him a small smile and nods his head in agreement, mutual understanding passing between them. The atmosphere is very quickly approaching chick flick territory until Cass starts talking again. (laughs) (laughs) Did you know I was photographed for Dior? Cass asks, apropos of nothing. Excuse me, what? Photographed for Dior. It's a fashion house. (laughs) I learned <laughs> I learned it's a very big deal. Would you like to see the picture, Dean? 
Kess, oh god, oh god. Cass just very casually like showing Dean pictures on his phone. Uh oh. Cass leans over and shows Dean the picture, and Dean pretends not to be impressed. Cass tries again. Did you know I was in the same room with the actor who plays Han Solo? Isn't he your favorite? <laughs> Dean just looks Aww. at him, dumbfounded for so many different reasons he can't even pick one. Cass continues to talk. Babble, really. Dean, people said I looked good in my suit, but I always wear a suit, and nobody <laughs> ever says that to me normally. And there was a long carpet that was red, and we had talked about walking the red carpet before we got there. But I thought it was a metaphor, and not an actual long carpet that is red. <laughs> and the speeches, Dean. There were so many, and I don't know if I just didn't understand, but they were not very entertaining at all, which is ironic <laughs> considering the whole event was an awards show for those who provide entertainment. Dean interrupts Cass, rambling, with a hand on his shoulder, his glass of whiskey raised in a toast. Cass, don't ever change. The end. Oh my god, that was the cutest fic I've ever heard. Isn't it? <laughs> Isn't it? That was adorable. What the hell? And like, the canon compliance? Dude. I know, it's literally like one of the most beautiful it's little so fics plausible. I've ever, ever read. And yeah. I just, ah, oh, it was just so sweet, especially with all the like That's Oscar adorable. stuff and all the craziness. And I just, Especially with this time that, like, you know, that we're going through in the fandom. It was just the perfect little, like, injection of sweetness that I think we all needed. So, thank you, fangirl me. Thank you so much for your beautiful, beautiful contribution. Um, Just literally... Also, the characterization of literally everyone was perfect, and I was so surprised. Why were you surprised? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I just thought, like, you literally called me up and was like, let's do this really impromptu thing, and I was like, yeah, sure. It was very sweet. It was very special. Um, it literally made my whole day. And um, yeah, I think, yeah, you're absolutely right. The characterizations were so sweet and perfect. And Jack is so little cute and innocent. And, He's so and cute. Dean ah. And Dean has that like absolute throwback to, you know. Dean that, being grumpy as I hell. know. Because <laughs> oh, it's couple. so fascinating though, because I recently listened to, I've been listening or watching the um I think his name is Bob West and he's been doing the Destiel deep dives on YouTube and he said something Mm. really interesting about Dean, which is that like when Dean feels vulnerable um, or confused or out of control, his sort of go-to response is, is to, to, to get angry and to kind of come across as dominant, like he's in control and I think that absolutely reigns true, like, even when mm. it's to people that he loves, especially when he's like feeling Cass. vulnerable and actually feeling loved, he doesn't really know how to respond because all he's ever been taught is that he isn't deserving of something like that. And so, of course, his reaction is anger. So I think this fic is mm. so sweet because it absolutely perfectly characterizes how that would Especially happen. that vulnerability with Cass. Yeah, like, and Cass, Cass is definitely – I think that's why they're such an interesting relationship because they definitely bring out, like, the vulnerability in both of themselves and, and both of mm. them have incredible issues when it comes to understanding how to <laughs> deal with that sort of intimacy. Um, yeah. So I think that was just absolutely captured perfectly. And, and also I just love, like, the Sam vibes. He's, like, such a wholesome guy. He's absolutely the kind of guy who's, like <laughs> – Guys, I am such an ally. 
It's like this is a, I love how this is a safe <laughs> space. <laughs> I love how it opens with him making a fruit smoothie or something. Sam was <laughs> Sam was doing Sam what he always perfectly. does in the morning, making a fruit smoothie. Pops in a bit of nice. kale, goes for a run. Guess we're getting to a pic. <laughs> Literally, just Sam was making a fruit smoothie. <laughs> and you know it's going to be like a good thing. was getting beer <laughs> and Dean grabs a beer yeah. for his three year old son oh perfect <laughs> it's so cute yeah no I think it's I think it's very sweet um yeah it was it was gorgeous love I, I love Sam I love Cass I love Dean I love Jack it was all perfect the three husbands and the three year old son I mean not that the, no, no, uh, the three dads uh, oh my god the guys guys confirmed Scarlet is a sass Wait, what is it? Sass. What is it called? Wincestiel. Scarlet is a Wincestiel fan, guys. No, no, the three dads, not the three. Wincestiel. Long con truther, Scarlet. Long con truther, yeah. It's been about the three. The three dads. The the whole time. Oh, God. This is going to haunt me. Vicky's next book will be about. Wincestiel and the ultimate threesome adventure. Uh, uh, no. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. We're too far, too far, too far. Anyway, it was yeah, a, it true, was like actually. a really lovely like little fic, and I it just especially with what's going on in our fandom, I just it was something that we I think we all needed. And thank you, and I, I hope Scarlett, you enjoyed it. My little sporadic yeah. impromptu. Oh my god, quick! Thank you. What's record? <laughs> I found something amazing. No, I made my. It made my day better, my 7.30 p.m. day better. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of A Universe Podcast. I'd love to know which fan fictions you'd like us to read out loud, so please send us a message on our Instagram or Tumblr at A Universe Podcast, or send us an email at auniversepodcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to support us and our quest at making fanfiction more accessible, consider donating to our Patreon. Goodbye, friends.